0: Hello, hello again, my lovely, lovely listeners, and welcome back to When Anxious Kids Grow Up, Where Do They Go? I am your host, Nat, Natalie Ryan, Naturally Ryan, whatever, you know I go by all three. And today, I'm giving you some life updates, and I'm also going to be talking about a lot of stressors, because I am stressed, and I've been trying to do self-care, but I am so stressed that even the self-care is stressful. So first of all, I got a pop filter for my microphone, which means I sound so much more professional and my vocal quality will be so much more consistent. Which will be so rad to have like normal audio levels through a whole episode. They'll be like the coolest thing. Well, (laughs) and on top of that, um, I won a poetry slam uh, and I won $50 for winning the poetry slam. So like congrats to me. If you are curious, it is on Twitch. It is on a channel called SC underscore says, and it's a whole poetry It's a whole poetry channel and it's rad and I read so many poems and I think I did a great job. I was terrified But it was fun. So yeah, even though I can't be outside. I'm still performing <laughs> um, What is new? What is up? What are we talking about today? I'm talking about a little bit of everything. Talking about college, uh, I've committed to becoming a music major and, well, kind of, Um, (laughs) I have an audition and I have to audition to do anything in the music department at my college, Um, whether it's a major or minor and whatever, I I just have to audition. And I have to sing two songs. One of them can be Broadway. The other has to be preferably non-English, like an aria or just a classical piece. probably going to do something in Italian or French because I'm used to singing in those. And I don't know what Broadway song I'm going to do. Maybe I'll mess around and do some Defying Gravity because I just want to belt. Even though I don't actually know the words to that song as well as I think I do. But yeah, I'll let you know how that goes. I'm terrified. I'm terrified, terrified, because I have to take a big test, seeing if I know music theory. And I do, but I don't. So... <laughs> oh, stress. Um, but here's here's my new dilemma. And it's a dilemma of too many opportunities. And that sucks. Because guess what? I'm terrified of making the wrong choice. And that was me sending you a little kiss if you're also terrified of making the wrong choice. So, in case you are. it must sound obnoxious. And I'm so sorry. But you're in my podcast. So I'm going to do what I want. So, what's been going on? Um, I was originally going to do music and pre-med. And that was the plan was just music and pre-med and it's going to be composition based and like based on production, all that sort of stuff. Well, the college that I'm at has this thing where you can create your own major, where you combine three minors into making one major. And that sounds rad, right? And I have been thinking about this for so long and every single time I bring it up to someone they're like oh you shouldn't do it Uh." and here's the thing the last time I brought it up I was at a STEM camp I was at my NASA camp and I brought it up to a bunch of STEM kids and I said that I wanted to do something with science and arts and that's part of the reason I was shot down so fast because they're like you're not allowed to like what you do which surprisingly most STEM kids are like that and so I've been trying to not want to do this, but I really, really, really would like to do it. Um, so what it is, is basically I make three, three minors, and I make one major where I take all of the classes required for each minor, but then it, get, it gets me my own degree. So I could combine literally anything. Like I could do three different world languages. I could do, what I want to do is music, acting, and dance, because I want to be a triple threat, and I want to be certified. Um, <laughs> when I have a real certificate showing that I am a threat. And the reason I would like to do that is because if I can do this and pre-med, which I don't know if I'm allowed, but I think that I am because I can ask the college nicely. Yes, because pre med's not its own certificate, like they just tack it on to your degree, so like are, are you gonna stop me? Um, so if I do pre-med, acting, Music and dance is everything I want to do because acting music and dance goes along with like Juilliard because ultimately if I get to go to my dream school I want to go to Juilliard and I want to be on Broadway and I want to be famous and like I don't really want to be famous because I want the fame I want to just be able to solve the world's problems with excess wealth because I can't believe that people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk don't just go around like Throwing money at causes that need to be (laughs) Need like need money to fix like I would have cleared up the garbage patch by now I would have saved every animal I every single one of them. (laughs) I would be building wildlife preserves every other week like if I had that money I would be doing it all and it makes me sad that they don't. Um, And also like it would just be really nice to be able to um, live on my own but also do something that doesn't make me want to cry. (laughs) So yes, Juilliard Juilliard's the end goal there Um, but if I do pre-med then I can still possibly go to like NYU for med school, which is where I'd like to go or University of Chicago for uh, neuroscience and neurology So it would be like best of both worlds. Like I get to perform, but I also get to save lives like (laughs) I'm doing it all That's what I (laughs) would like However, it is super stressful because I Keep thinking about how I have to pay for college And I don't know how I'm gonna pay for college Cuz money is hard And it makes me sad because I'm now to the point in my life that I've always wanted to be at. And I might not even be able to do what I want to do. And I think that's the most disappointing thing is that dose of reality. When you get to that point that you've always envisioned and then you get there and it's not as good as you thought it was. Like, it's not as cool. It's not as glamorous. It's not as um, rewarding. And it just makes me sad. (laughs) So, yeah, that's what I've been struggling with right now. Is that sort of idea. I've also been, uh, d- you know, suffering immensely because of something else, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this, and I know I'm gonna get, like, trashed. I know I'm gonna get trashed because I'm also gonna make a YouTube video on it, but I hate hustle culture with a burning passion, and I don't use the word hate, like, genuinely. Sometimes I use it for comedic value because it's a very strong word, but I hate hustle culture, and here's why I hate hustle culture. hustle culture. To me, it's the exact same voice that my anxiety has, where it sits down and it tells me you need to be doing everything or, or the things that you're doing are worthless. And that's that's what my anxiety has always told me. It's, it's always like, oh, if you're not doing every single thing, if you're not taking all college classes, if you're not um, in four shows at once, if you're not working on your extracurriculars, if you're not writing essays, if you're not applying for scholarships, if you're not doing every single possible thing you can be doing, then you're not doing anything at all. And whatever you're doing isn't is worthless. Um, and hustle culture takes those same sentiments and rewords them. Where it's like, if you're not on your grind, you're wasting your time. Ooh. Or it's like, if, you, if you're if you not keeping it 100, you're really keeping it zero. Like, it's those stupid sayings. Essentially, hustle culture is a more Instagrammable version of my own negative thoughts. And that's why I despise it. Maybe it works for some people and it really isn't good to encourage like being productive and like staying on your ground and like having a side passion that can possibly make you money because that's awesome. Like that's great. And you know what? If it's good for you, good for you. It just sounds way too much like the toxic relationship I've had with my own brain for me to support it. And the other thing that I don't like about hustle culture is the fact that it doesn't really allow you to take breaks. It doesn't really want you to take breaks. It doesn't really want you to like stop. Like, if you're not on that grind, you're not ever gonna get there, and I hate that. <laughs> Do you know how, how anxious that makes me? That's why my self-care today has been almost futile, because I'm sitting there relaxing stressfully. I'm sitting there with a face mask on, drinking green tea, and I'm thinking about all the scholarships I haven't applied for, and I'm thinking about all the classes I need to take, and I'm thinking about all these other things. I even meditated. I meditated, and it did nothing. So that was, that's where I'm at. Do, is it a healthy place to be at? No. Is it where I'm at? Oh, absolutely. I think that The other problem with hustle culture, and this is another thing I had a mini existential crisis over today, is the glorification of youth. And the reason I've been thinking about this a lot is because, like, I love Billie Eilish and she's only a little older than me. And then that song Driver's License came out and it's, like, a big deal and it's, like, everywhere and it's got the most streams for, uh, like, a 24-hour debut whatever. Like, it's super popular. I haven't heard it, but it's stressing me out because now every single thing on my Instagram feed is about this 17-year-old who's... I don't know. She was on, like, um... The High School Musical Show on Disney Channel. Or not Disney Channel. On Disney Plus. On Disney Channel. Oh my god, I'm so old. But, (laughs) like, I've been reading about that, and it's amazing that she's doing these things. Like, it's so, so cool. But then I'm like, why am I not doing that? Why am I not making music that's, like, getting put up on streaming services, and why am I not, like, incredibly famous? And uh, Like, why do I not have more than 30 subscribers on YouTube? (laughs) And that makes me sad it's almost like in my mind in my mind the uh, problem is is that when i see other people who are wildly successful and i'm not there yet my mind's like oh guess what you're never gonna get there and i'm like you okay and the reason that my brain justifies that sort of thinking is because it goes, well, you're not there by now and you're already older than them. So, like, you're, you you, don't belong here anymore. Uh, and then it throws me away. Which sucks. Again, not healthy. But I, I am aware of it. And I try to stop it. But sometimes it's not necessarily the most effective thing. Um, and that's what I've been thinking about a lot. Like, I, there's so many things I love. Like, I love being on social media and, like, Taking cute pictures, love that. Do I like that there are 15-year-old influencers who make more money in one post than I do in a year? Absolutely not. Do I like that major TikTok stars do next to nothing and get millions of views when I'm sitting there editing videos for six or eight or 10 hours? Not particularly, (laughs) not really a fan of that. Um. And it's nothing against those people. Like a lot of it a lot of it comes down to luck. But I don't like that the thing I don't like, it's not necessarily those people. It's the society that glorifies them. That's what I don't like. I don't like that you're expected to make yourself a major international music success by eighteen. I don't like that you need to to have a retirement plan by the time you're twenty one and have millions stored in offshore's accounts, or you're not successful. I don't like that I don't like that for a musician or for like an influencer or for like a YouTuber, for a creator of whatever kind, especially art, if you don't reach success super early on in life, people just expect that you're never going to. And not only do I think that that's the most toxic sort of mindset, but it's just, it's flat out disgusting. Like, I saw a TikTok a couple days ago where they're like, oh my, there was this girl and she was like, I don't know, 14. She was i don't know she wasn't wearing a watch she was like 12 i don't know and she was like oh my god i really hope to age like the was it the bridgerton cast like the or whatever it's the victorian era netflix thing that's popular and she's like this this girl this actress is 25 and the caption that someone else posted because it came up on instagram reels it wasn't actually on tiktok someone was like you don't just start rotting when you turn 21 and I think that that's I think that that's what we need to uh, let people know is that like, you don't need to be super young to be successful. It also stresses me out like in terms of STEM when like there are 14-year-old super geniuses who are like at MIT and I'm like, wow, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am not there, <laughs> I am not like you. <laughs> But I think that especially with the arts, it's it's incredibly stressful. Maybe I just feel that the arts are more stressful because it's where I'm at and it's what I want to succeed in. But I feel like especially on TikTok, especially on TikTok, the cesspool that it is. Because I used to make I used to make TikToks. Um, on TikTok, it just like everything is just gross. Everything is just kind of kind of kind of grimy, and I don't know how to put it into words. Like it just feels like everyone's in a competition to show off how much younger, skinnier and prettier they are. Which it honestly TikTok sounds like a made up social media that would be in a Disney Channel original movie that like someone gets cyberbullied on. It doesn't sound like a real platform. And I know that it's the cool thing to hate on TikTok. Like and it, it is kind of amazing that we have something that can like bring so many people together because it is a very widely used social platform and like you can you can find niches that otherwise you wouldn't known about. Uh, I get it. And I will not say that it's all bad. But I do think that it's so strange that now there's almost an expectation for artists to be younger and younger. And I even reflected on this, not just in like Western media and Western culture, but I was thinking about something else I love, which is K-pop. And like you feel however you feel about it, like whatever. Okay, it's if I like it and if you have a problem with it, then bye. Um, But here's something with with K-pop is idols sometimes debut when they're like 14, (laughs) like Taman of Shiny, And I love Shiny. He debuted when he was 14. And that's just a little weird to me. Like, even with a group I love. And obviously, I wasn't standing shiny when they debuted in 2009 because I was seven. Um, and I did not know what K pop was. But now I see boy and girl groups debuting with members who are born in like 2006, 2007. And I'm like, those are, <laughs> those are children. Those are children. Those are babies. <laughs> they are. <laughs> that is almost half a decade younger than me like oh my god slow down and the reason that freaks me out so much is part of it is because like i see that they're they're youthful and successful and i go oh my god i'm so old and i'm never gonna make it in any industry that i want to make it in uh which is just my own anxieties becoming amplified in the sort of echo chamber that i'm living in in quarantine but i also think about like you can't really be happy can you like are you are you genuinely happy? And I think that, especially with female idols, I don't stand as many girl groups as I do boy groups, because I feel like female idols are often mistreated, and it makes me really uncomfortable as a woman to see other women get sexualized, like, for profit. And so I just go, mm, not for me, thanks. Um, and I feel, like, I feel like female idols get a lot less autonomy, and so I have a lot of issues with it. I have a lot of issues with the K-pop industry overall, so it's, like, something I sometimes need to distance myself from, but... Especially with young female idols. I'm like, darling, like, are you all right? (laughs) Like, I see these 15 year old girls debuting and I'm like, are you like, you're wearing mini skirts and like dancing and like a lot of the people who will be drawn to your group are like men. Or older than you like it just makes me feel weird and maybe that this goes back to my genuine like distrust and and other Situations that I've been put in personally from like older men following me at conventions and trying to like hit on me Etc. Maybe like that's maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why I get freaked out about it Um, But it just Makes me feel bad It just makes me feel weird and it makes me question, like, can you really deal with fame at a young age? Like, how many how many Disney Channel stars today is just a Disney episode, I guess. Um, but like, how many Disney Channel stars, or even like young teen stars or kid stars, like child actors, how many of them do we see grow up and then go through this phase of like being a party girl or a party boy, and then like doing drugs and getting to really awful places in life? Like, how often do we see that and then see those deeply rooted issues that come from the abuse of their labor as children and also sometimes, like, even more serious issues? Like, like, being molested and being, like, that sort of stuff. Like, how do we know people are are happy here and how do we... And obviously, like, that's super extreme cases and it doesn't just come down to, like, being famous and then having, like... It doesn't just come down to being famous equals bad, but, like, the things that can happen to people who are famous who are younger it's it's scary and in some ways like i'm really happy that i didn't start doing youtube and i didn't start doing like my podcast and i didn't start doing music till i was 18 and like older i I hate saying older i'm 18 i'm not that old but i am glad i did wait because i've wanted to do it since i was like 15. but if i did it at 15 and let's say i got famous at like 16 or 17 I would absolutely have hated it (laughs) I would have kept working until there was nothing left of me to to work to have to do anything with and I know that about myself but I also know that like there is a demand in the entertainment industry to continue to like always be doing something and always be pushing something and I, I don't like that I don't like that at all I don't like that it's seen as, like, if you're not doing something at all the t- all times, you're just not ever going to be successful. I despise that. But that being said, I'm also a hypocrite because I don't know how to take a break. <laughs> and I, I get that. And it's it's almost like the advice that I give, especially when dealing with, like, arts and the music industry, it all comes back to, like, Oh, no, you need to take breaks. Oh, no, you need to take care of yourself. Oh, no, you need to, like, make sure that you're functioning well on your own before you try to take on these creative endeavors that will drain you more and then my brain goes and says to me except for me and then I go except for me I have to keep doing this all the time and if I'm not doing it then I'm worthless and that's the strangest thing is being aware of your issues and being aware of your triggers and being aware of how badly you feel (laughs) um and things that make you feel badly and then still exposing yourself to them and still not dealing with them in the most um, most healthy way. I think that the youth culture thing's really been setting on me, and it's really been something that bothers me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely make a more in depth and more educated, more informed response video for YouTube. And I think a lot of that just comes down to the fact that like I want to be. I want to be more educated I want to be more informed I want to know why youth is idolized I want to know like there's so many things I want to do that now I feel too old to do like I bought myself dance lessons and some days I'm too scared to even do them because like I don't I feel like I'm too old I feel like I've already missed my window to be a dancer sometimes there are languages I want to learn and I take a couple lessons and I stop because I'm like oh my brain's already so solidified I might as well not do it There's so many things I want to do. Like, I I didn't learn to ice skate till I was 15, but it's one of the things that makes me the happiest. (laughs) And, uh, like, I just stopped doing it because I'm like, oh, well, I'm so old. I'm not going to, like, I'm not really going to be good. And I shouldn't be thinking like that. Like, I'm 18. (laughs) Like, I'm not very old. I've existed for not even two decades. Like, I I am still a baby. There's so many things I haven't experienced in life. There's so many things I know nothing about. I, I hate, I hate that youth is seemingly cut off at like 21. I hate that when like you tell someone you're 21 and then like people who are like 15 are like, Oh my God, you're so old. I, and that's something else that goes along with the K-pop community is like, there's so many fan sites now or like fan pages, fan accounts, whatever you want to call them, that cater to people who are like 16, like 15 or 16 and under. And I'm 18. I'm only a couple years older than 16. Like it's not that far off. And then I go in there and people will openly, if you're like, hey, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm 18. I'm 19. Like you talk about being a tad older than they are. And they're like, oh, you're like an old hag. lol." and I'm like, maybe, maybe don't, maybe don't talk about that. Maybe like, don't say that to me because it's rude. <laughs> but that even extends to idols like Jin from BTS, who I love and adore. He's a great, he's a great dude. Um, He got called old on his most recent birthday and he's like 28 he's 28 the man is not old and yet so many people are like oh you're like a grandpa oh you're like a grandpa Ooh, and he he's talked about like it does bother him and it is kind of like insulting to him that people don't look at his talent or his achievements they look at how old he is like that's that's the most stressful thing you can even if we want to keep it in the in the k-pop terms of things like People who are always praised in groups are like the makhnees, and the makhne means the youngest member of the group. And they're like, they're almost seen as something coveted. Like, you want to be the youngest member because then it's the most impressive that you're in that group. Like, isn't that necessarily right? I don't know. And it's not something that has an easy answer. And it does suck because there are a lot of groups that I do like that have members who are younger than me. And it just, it feels weird it feels weird knowing that there's like A 15 year old in a group Oh it's so strange Not not a fan Not. I mean like I am a fan of the group but like I'm not a fan Of that feeling And it just makes me It makes me feel like I've wasted so much Time and opportunity when I really haven't Like, there's so much more time for me. And that's what my college professors keep trying to, like, push to me. They're always like, you don't need to, like, be worried. Like, you have time. It's okay. And I'm always like, well, yeah, like, I believe you theoretically. But, but guess what? I still think that I haven't done enough. And then the cycle repeats. So I just wanted to get this episode off my chest. This wasn't necessarily going to be the most uh, conducive episode into a real response or a real answer. But I want you to think, like especially I've noticed that um, from my analytics like the people who watch my episodes are about my age. they're 18 to twenty four mostly and then like um the other major portion of my audience is 17 and under. And so like I want you to think, are there things you're holding yourself back from because you think you're too old? Like I just want to know and if you know me personally and tell me like please tell me your thoughts because like it really sucks feeling like you're already ancient when you literally are not. <laughs> Um, and I want to know if anyone deals with this, or maybe maybe no one does, and I'm just like overthinking it, which is a completely valid possibility. Let's be honest. So, um, yeah, you know, I think that's I think that's it for today. I think that's it. I think I think we got it. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that I left you with something to think about, something to kind of ponder over. Um, and yeah, I just hope that you enjoyed it. I hope you. I hope you. Liked the slightly funny parts and were upset with the slightly sad parts because that's kind of what I was aiming for. If you're one of my friends in real life, just remember I love you and miss you. And if you wear masks and social distance, maybe I'll be able to see you before 2022. Maybe not. We don't know. It's a surprise. If you're one of my friends who I haven't met yet but I know online, guess what? I love and adore you too. Hey, so much. You're great. And if you're a random stranger who's just listening because you can, thank you. That actually means quite a bit to me, means that more than just my friends want to hear me ramble, so that's that's really rad. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, wash your hands, and if you can get the vaccine, go get it. And if you can't, then don't. Just wait your turn, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.